crying loud. Spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast, and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting of the finger, and speaking of vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. And that was Isaiah chapter 58, verses 1 through 12, as you saw in the title of the podcast. This week, as I was reading there in Isaiah, I was just very intrigued by the, the angle that Isaiah came at to the Israelites. It wasn't as if the Israelites, in this case, were openly in in disobedience or were in sin uh in open sin but rather if you if we look back at the beginning of this chapter we find that everything they did looked just right he said this was a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their god and took delight in approaching to god and they fasted and they prayed and and they really just, it was all about this excited, what we could call excited Christianity, just real pumped up, real excited, and really wanting to serve God. But a very interesting turn of events when 
Isaiah points out to them, uh, you're doing this, behold, you fast for strife and debate. He said, uh, you're, you're, doing de- you're doing this just because uh, you've got ulterior motives. Now, I don't believe that everyone listening to this is guilty of this, or maybe this doesn't even apply to you ever. Uh, but I do know this, that there has been times in my life that as a Christian, I can get so caught up in the outside, uh, how people see me, and the outside appearance of myself, that I forget that God doesn't look on the outside necessarily. He looks at my heart. And if there's one thing as Christians that we must remember is that our Christianity is not necessarily just for us. It's not meant to just make us a better person. Now, that is the end result, and it's what happens. But God's not very impressed when we do good, and it's just so that people can see that we do good. And that's I, I wonder sometimes when when it's Christianity is presented in a way that says, you know, you can live your Christianity, you don't have to tell anyone, people can uh, just look at your life and they'll know that you're a Christian. And, and so you have many, many Christians who their life looks great, everything seems to just look really, really nice, and I'm not talking about necessarily anyone, I'm not thinking of anyone right now, and as I said, this is something I feel my I've been guilty of, and it's something that I think that we, as a Christians, we as Christians can get easily caught up in looking, doing, and saying all the right things, yet we're not pleasing in the sight of God, and God is saying, I, 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 you know what? I just don't. I don't accept it. I, I don't really want it. You know, you're doing it for each other. You're you're doing it so that people can look at you and 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 think a certain way about you. You're doing it just for others. But Christ reminded us in the New Testament what Christianity, what true religion was all about. It was taken. It was all about taking care of the widows, the fatherless. As he says here in Isaiah, he said, you know, you do all these things, but why? Wasn't it for so that uh, you could actually loose the bands of wickedness on your life? You're living and you're going to church, you're singing all the right songs, you're praying, you're fasting. Everything looks right, but why is there still wickedness in your life? Uh, why are you still uh, oppressing people? Why have you not been feeding the hungry? You say you love God and you say you love Jesus. You say you're a Christian, but when was the last time you found someone who was hungry and fed them food? When was the last time you brought the poor that were cast out into your own house? Now, that's a hard saying. I can give you that. Uh, I don't know. I've had people in my house. I'm not saying that they were poor, uh, but I know for me, when I, as I read this, I thought, man, you know, as a Christian, have we, are we, can, are we too caught up in looking and acting in such a way that it's just so that we can do it for others? And God forbid, as the Israelites here, as He accused. 
as he admonished them for doing it, for fasting, for strife and debate, so they could debate each other. They were just in this for uh, for the argument's sake. But it wasn't. It was. It was for themselves. It was self-serving. I would encourage you to ask yourself this: Is what I believe, what I practice, affecting more? Uh, is, is, is it affecting anyone else besides me? If the answer is no, then chances are that God is not pleased with your so-called religion. Now, again, Christianity is all about Christ, and Christ is all about others. Christ said, if you've given a cup of water in my name to these just one of these little ones, then you've given it to me. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Love your God and love your neighbor. That's what it's all about. I sometimes wonder that, you know, with all the politicalization, I've chosen the wrong word in that case, but you'll have to forgive me there. Uh, With all the politicization, I can't say it. Politicalization, I think that's the right word. I wonder sometimes if, as Christians, we get so caught up in it that we treat someone or we have thoughts towards someone that are not Christ-honoring solely based on their political uh, their political ideology. Now, I, I can agree that there is some political ideology that can be quite abrasive. Um, if you're, if you believe in communism, if you uh, believe that you know everyone should be uh, in the common uh, good, and and everyone take and everyone give, and and no one really has to uh, fend for themselves, everyone just works together collectively as a hive. Well, I could see how that is abrasive. Again, I can see how that can be construed as very. Um, unhealthy, but, you know, as a Christian, is it our responsibility to point out people's uh, political inaccuracies? When someone says a liberal comment, or a conservative comment, or a, what other political parties are out there, a libertarian comment? Whatever, or a uh, a fast fascist comment, or a monarchist comment, whatever the comment might be politically, is it in my place to to harbor any ill will to that person just because of their political beliefs? Of course not. We know that, but how many times does that happen? How many times do we? look at someone or a group of, group of people who believe a certain way and we think, oh, those people. When God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Someone once said that to go to hell, you must go, and I think I've mentioned this before, you had to go past, you had to ignore a lot of things. You had to, for someone to have gone to hell, they would have had to ignore the love of God, the goodness of God. So many different things that God brings into someone's life. 
so that they could come to heaven? What if God brought you into someone's life so that that person could have an opportunity to go to heaven? What if it was a hungry person who just needed some food? A poor person who just needed a place to stay for the night? What if it was maybe wickedness in your own life that you didn't get rid of? And so you weren't able to speak to someone with the confidence that you should have had. Or you weren't able to speak to them because you didn't have the confidence at all. Because of the wickedness in your own life. And that person, having had that opportunity, which was you, fail because we simply forgot the whole reason of our belief system of what we believe, and that is so that others might be saved. You know, Christ admonished those who said, well, be you warmed and filled. Here's, here is your uh, word for the day. Here's God's word, and, and uh, did not feed them, did not clothe them. Our Christianity, I believe, sometimes is so categorically put into our lives we we say uh, this is the everything is just so commercialized should i say almost a business we look at our christian almost like a business you know what what business wise makes the most sense and and of course uh and christianity what you know and what how can i use this christianity to best serve myself I know if I go to church, God will bless me. If I give my tithes, God will tithe and offerings. Then um, if I give money to the church, I know God will bless me. If I, uh, I do my best to never say a curse word and I don't look at bad things, and I don't listen to uh, to the devil's music, then then I I can I can get on God's good side. Then, like a genie, I can say, "Hey, God, I've been really good." Uh, where's the, all the blessings at? And God's going, uh, are, are you really, really going to call that religion? You're really going to call that Christianity? Uh, and you, you've never given up a hungry person food? You've, you're still holding on to those movies? You're still listening to that music? You're still letting your eyes wander? You're still living like the old man and you really want me to accept what you're presenting me with? Come back to me after you've after you've given some food to hungry people. Come back to me after you've put some clothes on someone who had no clothes. Then then come back to me. And I promise you this. I will as he says in verse number 8 of Isaiah 58, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily. He said, you've got problems, you've got issues, lose your life for my sake, and then you might find it. Let go of what you think is yours, and let God give you what you actually need. I love the last statement of, Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 8, The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. 
the glory of God. You know, there's something, there's some things that you just can't manipulate to get. There's some things that no matter how hard you try, you just can't weasel your, you can't, you can't swindle God out of his glory. You can't swindle honor out of him. Oh God, I, you know, you can't deceive anyone. I mean, you can't deceive God into giving you something that you did not deserve. You might deceive everyone else, other Christians, other people, when they look at you and you're at work and you've never said a curse word and you've never uh, missed a, a service of church, you've never said something that was dishonorable. And and you think to yourself, hi, ah, you know, I deserve this or I deserve that because I've acted a certain way and you see, God, I've... I have done these things, and so I feel like, you know, you kind of owe me one. Hmm. When was the last time your Christianity helped, physically helped someone else? I know it's very hard to... Uh, we we can justify it a lot by saying, but I've done this, or, you know, I went to Goodwill and I bought something there, and so that money goes to those people who don't have otherwise jobs. And I go ahead, take some time, read Isaiah 58 for yourself, and decide, am I pleasing the sight of God? Is my religion, is my uh, beliefs, is what I preach and teach really acting out in my life or is it is it just does it look good it smells good but it, when god tastes it he spits it back out and he says no i i don't want anything like that i i hope that this truth here uh made sense i hope that maybe uh you will take it to heart and take it to mind if not um, I would say those are the same thing, but uh, to meditate over it, and not not necessarily anything that I've presented, but like I said, go to Isaiah chapter 58, read those first 12 uh, verses, and decide uh, if where you are at, you know, and I don't believe anyone can is on one end or the other. I believe all of us can make a decision to improve, everyone. And you know, I know this, that you'll be better for it. Now, unfortunately, as I'm recording this podcast, I do not have internet. I had a few notes that I had typed out, a couple things that I wanted to go over, uh, some things in science, some things in politics. Uh, it's been a while since I've gone over a couple other subjects, but I actually have no more internet at my house where I'm recording this. So I'm having to record this, uh, rather upload this at my work in the morning. So I'll be going there a little bit earlier so I can get this uploaded. I hope you all have a wonderful day today. And hey, next time you see someone who's poor or needs some clothes, let me give you just a little, uh, one more, one more free piece of, uh, of advice here as a Christian. Uh, don't yell at them, go get a job. Okay, you know, that's, 
I know it seems like the right thing to do at that time. I know you really want to. It seems like you know that that phrase just go get white, or or whatever the case might be to excuse your own uh, lack of Christianity. But try this. Hey, let me go get you something to eat. And yes, I know, I know, half of those people really don't want your food, they want your money or this or that. But look, if you can't find, if if you don't have any poor people or hungry people or, or people who are destitute without, cloth, without even uh, necessary clothes, if you don't have those uh, kind of people in your life, then maybe you're living uh, uh, too close, too closed. Maybe you need to be like Christ and go ahead and make that walk across the, the train tracks. Go ahead and go to the poor side of town and speak with people. Go to wherever, what's, whatever side of city the poor people live and 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 go ahead and just find someone. But I, I think sometimes we're so busy that we we can live seven days, 24 hours, seven days a week and never pass by one person who really, who really needs it, needs our help. Now, I'm not saying that they're not there, but I'm just saying we can get so busy that we forget this is why we've been given what we have been given. Now, on one more note, I do want to say I, for the first time, found out I can see where my, all my listeners are at. So unless there's some glitch in the system... I've have it looks like according to the stats here that there's quite a few people in Japan listening. I've got uh notes here saying that there's people in almost every continent uh at least one person except no one's in Antarctica listening yet. So we're almost there. Hey, I really want to thank you for uh taking the time to listen. I want to say that the podcast that was supposed to go up last Friday, uh, I know that I said there was a podcast coming, uh, and, and it did not. So that's uh, my mistake. My apologies for that. Uh, but we will be caught up. Uh, we will have something special for you very soon. Again, to all those listeners all over the place, uh, please let me know who you are, maybe, um, if you don't mind. I noticed there's some people in California, there's some people in Virginia, Ohio, uh, there was people in, oh my goodness, in Canada, Europe, those, I can't remember which countries in Europe, I know there was a couple in Asia, yeah, so let me know who you are, and if there's anything you'd like to hear, or any questions, again, go to my uh, website, it's getting an update very, very soon. But go ahead and go to my website, fill out the contact form there, and let me know who you are, and and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Again, that's richardrousseau.com, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-R-O-S-S-O-U-W.com. Yep, I know you weren't expecting that. So here it goes again. Now that you have your pen and your paper or your phone, whatever it is, here's the address of the website again. It should be linked on wherever you're listening to this. A podcast, but if it's not, here it is. It's Richard Rousseau, R I C H A R D R O S S O U W dot com. You can contact me there, or ah, that's my actual website. 
the actual website that has the the podcast website. Here we go. I've messed this all up. The website that has the podcast on it is thechristianpodcast.com. So thechristianpodcast.com. That's the one with the uh, contact form. My personal website, richardrousseau.com, has a button for you to call me and to email me. So you can do that. I mean, I can't guarantee I'll answer, but it's up to you. So until later, folks, thank you so much for listening again. Very encouraging to know that there's people out there listening, but it would be more encouraging if I could hear from y'all. All right, folks, God bless you. You have a wonderful week. Until later.